20 Camino questions. Today we have John Briarly with us. And John, are you ready to take the challenge of 20 Camino questions? Oh, let's go for it. All right. Do you take your own guidebooks when you walk? Well, yes, because I'm updating them. So I need to have them there to find out what's what needs updating. So you always walk with one of your guidebooks. Do you actually tear out the pages to keep <laughs> no, the book lighter? <laughs> I, no, because I, take, I put notes on them, so I need them when I get home. <laughs> okay. I think everyone's wondering, have you ever gotten lost on the Camino routes? Oh, I love getting lost. Getting lost is part of the journey. And, and I'm always going off route to try and find alternative paths to take me away from asphalt or whatever or whatnot. So I am lost a lot of the time. Really? Yes, absolutely. Please okay. experience being lost. <laughs> and what are three quick tips you would say to someone how to get the most out of your guidebook? What should they do? Well, I, you know, prepare for the day ahead uh, before you head out the door. Um, uh, but most importantly, prepare for the for the inner journey that you know go go back to your. Uh, that questionnaire, why am I walking the route? And remind yourself of why you are there as a pilgrim, what you're trying to achieve, the questions you're trying to answer. Um, and, and make sure that you've got your, your, your hat in your, and your poncho ready in case of a sudden shower. <laughs> okay, so I never walk without one of your guidebooks in my backpack. What's something you never walk without? Gosh, um, wow. I never walk without a poncho. <laughs> Very important. And how often are you recognized on the Camino? Well, unfortunately now, in a way, too often. I don't want to give the impression that I don't love to you know, meet with my fellow pilgrims and talk and be part of their journey and they'd be part of mine. But when I'm updating, I, I sort of need quiet and focus. So um, the short answer is too often. <laughs> we all recognize that you're making the uh, the guidebook. We're glad that you're doing that for us. Okay, what was the last route you most recently walked? The Camino Portuguese. Okay, and what was your favorite thing about that walk? Well, um, I walked the coastal route. Uh, well, no, mm. I didn't. I walked what's called the Senda Litoral, which is right along the beach. Yeah. Um, and I discovered, um, I should have discovered it, but I, with COVID, I haven't walked it for a couple of years. Um, until this year, um, that they've got a whole new, a lot of new passerellas over uh, river estuary. So actually the centre littoral is now very easy, very beautiful to walk. Um, and a lot of people haven't yet discovered it. So it was, you know, really very beautiful and quite quiet. All right, is this a fair question? I don't know. What would you say is your favorite route overall? Do you have one? Um, each one brings its own experience. Um, I suppose recently I've, I've really enjoyed bringing a guidebook to the Camino in Vienna because it's stunningly beautiful mm. and it takes off some of the pressure on the Saria section and, uh, you know, takes off some of the uh, environmental pressures too with hundreds of thousands of people walking that particular path. And it shares a sort of the economic benefits, again, in, in a very sort of remote, quite poor part of Spain, mm. along the river Seal, spelled S-I-L, that is staggeringly beautiful and quiet. And it's just stunning from the 
every aspect of it. It's a very, very beautiful route. And um, I really encourage people if they're sort of walking into Santiago or if they've been on the Camino Frances before, uh, rather, to consider um, in arriving in Pamplona, in, um, uh, in Pomfora. Pomforada, yeah. Yeah, to, to head off along, it'll take an extra days, but if you have that time or make the time to walk mm. the, into Santiago through, uh, it joins up with the Orense route, so you could walk into an entirely different route into the city. Ah, oh, great tip. Okay, are you more of a coffee or tea guy when you're walking on the Camino? Oh, I'm a coffee guy, yeah, I'm a, a, a cafe de corneche. Oh yeah, all right, and what's your favorite food to eat while you're walking a Camino? Well, I love I love fish. I love mariscos, and of course, when you get into mm. Galicia, um, you know that it's just it's some of the best seafood in the world. So um, I'm a, a pescatarian. I think is the official name for myself. <laughs> <I love fish. laughs> and then, if you're going to order something uh, to drink, would you get a Rioja, a cerveza? Well, or if you stick I'm, to the cafe, my mariscos, I would uh, I would get an Albarino. Mm, oh. Good choice. And what's your favorite thing to do in Santiago when you arrive? Well, it's probably funny enough to find a quiet space in the Alameda, in the beautiful gardens. Um, I, I love, you know, arriving into the busyness uh, and then just sort of, you know, going back into into nature in the city. I love the I love the Alameda. It's be very beautiful up there. It is the gem of the city. I, I oh. I love it. And okay, so is there a favorite town or village along one of the Caminos where you feel like people just keep overlooking it, like they shouldn't be missing this, they're not getting how beautiful this place is? Well, I would say that of virtually every little town uh, <laughs> along the Camino in Bieno, uh, you know, yeah. you know, it, because it's so, it, the towns are so unspoiled, and yet they've all, they've all got this sort of lovely sense of, um, uh, you know, history and that hasn't been destroyed and that sort of thing. So, but of course, if, if not a lot of people are walking along that, but Las Medellas too, you know, the little golden Roman gold mines, that's a beautiful little town up there. Um, on the main Caminos, no, I think some of the little villages in between the main stopping points are, can be very beautiful. Um, uh, and I, I don't, I wouldn't pick out one in particular. Okay. All right. Are you an early riser? You just have a little coffee before you start walking and then you, know, you skip breakfast and then have a second breakfast kind of pilgrim, or do you have a big breakfast before you even step out? Well, I'm an early morning riser. I love the early morning. I mean, I don't mean going out into the dark, but I, I love going out with the sunrise. I'm an early, an early riser. Um, you know, uh, in the early days, I, they don't understand breakfast in Spain, and it's certainly not for somebody who grew up in Ireland. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the idea of having breakfast before you go is sort of pretty limited. Um, although latterly, I've, you know, I, I can, if I'm staying in a, um, a, a hotel or a hostel, I will often they'll sometimes have a buffet breakfast that opens early. And then that's a delight because, of course, a buffet, you can have what you want. Yeah, exactly. um, but I'm basically head off, uh, you know, rather grumpily without anything because there's nothing available until I hit, a, you know, the nearest coffee shop that's you know a lovely smell coming out where I, I it usually you can sometimes get a sort of a, a, a baguette with a an omelet or maybe sometimes yeah. a piece of bacon in it so that's uh usually a second breakfast because the first one doesn't happen 
Exactly. Okay. Are you, do you carry poles? Do you carry one pole, two poles, or do you do a traditional staff or no poles at all? I've learned that the poles are, two poles are absolute, walking poles are a gift. Uh, they can absorb up to 25% of the pressure through the, through the knees into the feet, yep. absorbing into the shoulders. And that everybody, you know, in an ideal world should have them. You've got to understand how they work. You know, a lot of people use them like, you know, a, a little stick and they tap the ground in right. front. You know, leaning into, if I get blisters, it would be across the, the back of the palms of my hand where I've been sort of leaning into the poles. Um, not gripping them, but, you know, on the strap. Um, and yes, it, 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 and the older we get, of course, the more imp important they become. But here's a tip. Don't, because you are young, not use them because you feel that, you know, they're, they're not right. I have a lovely story, but it's too long to tell about a, uh, some walking I did in India. Uh, and a young man who was leading us um, came to walk the poles and got me into them. He said, look, if you take these poles and walk with them, you know, in your early walking days, he said, you get an ex potentially an extra 10 years walking at the end. You know, an because your, body, your, your yes. body in, 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 you know, hasn't suffered. You, your knees are still working, your hips are still working. So, um, you know, you, 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 you get a, lo a lot of extra walking for your physical body if you use them. Yes. Did everybody hear that? Use your poles. <laughs> okay. So we're all buying your books, but I'm just wondering, is there a Camino book or a movie or something that has inspired you in the last couple of years that's been related to the Camino? Not really, to this extent. Um, I I love to, I, I'm emptying out. I'm at a stage in my life where um, I really am into, you know, I love this idea of the grove of elders, you know, coming into a stage of my life where I've, I have everything that I've needed for myself to bring me to where I am, uh, to experience life. And now I'm coming into that sense of, a, a, a where whatever I have, I'm, I'm here for the, you know, if you like, in service to humanity or to the pilgrim or to the pilgrim roots, I don't need anything. In fact, I, I love not to have anything. I love the empty space I'm trying to empty out at this point in my life. Got it. All right. What's your favorite season to walk? Winter, spring, summer or fall? Oh, I'm an autumn man. I mean, I'd love to say that, it, you know, all the seasons are different and they're all beautiful. And of course, they all are. But to me, the autumn, oh, my heavens, the, the harvest, the grapes, the dancing, the the festivities, the festivals, the heat, the warmth, you know, the heat's gone out, but the cold hasn't come in. Um, I, I'm an autumn man. Oh, me too. All right. So think back. If you could go back and tell yourself just one thing before walking that very first Camino 25 years ago, what would you tell yourself? I would remind myself um, of the real of the the real purpose I was walking the Camino, uh, which is essentially to find myself, and that self is with a capital S rather than yeah. you know familiarizing myself with the rather familiar ugly little egoic self that's always getting in the way. Um, you know, I'm here to discover a self-discovery, to discover a self that I never really knew was there, a wiser, higher, more beautiful part of myself that's connected with the with the divine and if you could say three words or phrases that you think defines what it means to be a pilgrim what would you say i'd say 
keep an open heart, keep an open mind, and be kind. And if you write your Camino memoir, what will the title be? <laughs> Last question. <laughs> um, it's the subtitle is Bringing the Camino Home. Mm. Bringing the Camino Home. I mm. love it. Thank mm. you, John Brierly. <laughs> you did it. You met the challenge. <laughs> Folks, okay. come back to our next Camino questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lee, nice to talk with you.